Some people need accountability. There's nothing wrong with that. Everybody's different. If you have a learner that needs accountability, then you need to be able to show up to deliver that accountability or build in some systems and some processes that help them to feel accountable. This is the Building Online Sales Success Podcast, helping you to build, market, and sell your offers online. I'm Rachel Howarth, and I'll be sharing the strategies that are allowing me and my clients to create online success without using the icky, awkward tactics that you have been trying to avoid. Sales can be easy, not sleazy. And in this show, you'll get to see behind the curtain and discover the sales secrets that will create the impact, income, and freedom that you've been dreaming of. It's time to stop doubting yourself and start creating the business that you truly deserve. If you're planning to add an online course or a group program to your business model, then this episode is for you because I'm going to be sharing what it takes to design and build a transformational program. And that could be an online course, it could be a short course or a much longer course, it could be a group coaching program, it could be a mastermind container. Either way, you're going to want that program to be seen as transformational by the clients that go through that program. So that's what I'm going to be sharing with you. I just must, (laughs) I just must caveat this though by saying, if you can hear background noise, I'm so sorry. I'm pretty sure that you can't, but my husband has decided to jet wash my car at the exact moment that I want to record my podcast for you. So uh, you could say that I'm being ungrateful, that I should be just happy that he wants to clean my car. Um, I know many of you, might be but uh, might be suffering with husbands who don't do that so I am very lucky but it's quite annoying when I want to record my podcast for you <laughs> but anyway we're going to make the best of it the show must go on so designing a transformational program first of all let's just let's really identify what do I mean by a transformational program. Well, what I mean is that the program must deliver a result. The program must deliver a return on investment because that is how your learner is going to measure the success of their investment. They're going to invest, you know, anything from $100, $500, $1,000, $5,000, $10,000 and upwards of that. They're going to invest that money into your program. And what you need to make sure of is that it delivers the return on investment and the result that they were hoping to get. Because if it doesn't, that's going to cause you a problem. That's going to cause low completion rates. It's going to give you no testimonials. It's not going to allow you to scale that offer because your offer, your program will only be scalable if people get results and people talk about the results and share what a great teacher you were, what a great guide, coach, mentor you were. They're only going to do that if they get the result that you promised promised. Okay. So that's what I mean by transformation. It has to deliver a shift. It has to deliver a change. Yeah. The outcome that they wanted. So if you are thinking about designing a program for your business or a course for your business, get really clear on what is the transformation that you want to create. What is it that you are hearing your audience talk about? Something that feels like a challenge for them where maybe there isn't a solution out there right now. 
And if you are wondering what sorts of topics sell best as courses and programs, the answer is anything. Anything that is out there in the minds of somebody that is a struggle. So I know people that have built courses about how to bake sourdough bread. I know people that are delivering group programs that are a year long on how to grow a business. So there's any number of topics that you can create a course about. And I believe that you can create a course or a program about anything. As long as there is somebody out there struggling with something and you can deliver them a solution, you can create that transformation. And if you deliver a transformation, it becomes investable. So yeah, no matter what your expertise is, no matter what your area of authority and credibility is, what experiences you've had, you can package those up and monetize them as an online course or a group program. Okay, so I hope you're feeling confident to do that. The rest of what I share is therefore going to allow you to get some structure around how you might build the program. So let's kick off with a couple of the key questions that I would uh, suggest that you want to get answered. So the first question is, what do you want your client to achieve? Now, if you've ever read Stephen Covey's Seven Habits, you will know that one of those habits is start with the end in mind. And that is my number one tip for you. When you're building a program, start with the end in mind. What is that ideal result? What is that thing, that solution? What does that look like for your learner? Get really clear on that. So that's the first thing you really want to double down on. The second question is, Now that you've identified the result, what are the key milestones on that journey to getting that result? How would you break down that journey into bite-sized chunks? Think about it as if you were going on a real journey. If you were hopping in the car and you were heading on a 200-mile journey, you might know that the milestones on that journey might be key cities. They might be service stations where you want to stop and grab a coffee. It might be that one of the milestones is you want to drop in and see a friend on that journey. So you don't have to take somebody on the whole journey from where they are right now to that end result. You can build your program around key milestones. So start to define what are those key milestones that are absolute must-haves to getting them the result that they want. So let me give you an example. So let me use the example of my group coaching accelerator. So my group program, the Online Sales Confidence Accelerator, has a program promise that all the ladies that join me inside it will sign five new clients and will have their sales confidence absolutely skyrocket. And so with that as the outcome, with that as the transformation, the result, the milestones that I have identified to take people on that journey, there's three big milestones. The first is that working from the end, by the way, you know that we have to work from the end. Working from the end, they're never going to sign those five clients if they don't know how to convert a sale. So that's my, that's a milestone. That's a big milestone. They're never going to be able to get that outcome if they haven't learned how to convert sales. Another outcome working back is before that they can convert those sales, they need to be able to generate leads. So that's another big milestone. Working from the back, they have to convert the sales, but to convert the sales, they'd have to be able to generate leads. And then to be able to generate leads, the milestone that precedes that would be they have to know who those leads might be. So they have to know exactly who their ideal client is, what their ideal client needs and wants, what they're prepared to invest in, and therefore 
The first milestone is to really get clear on who you sell to, what you sell and why you sell it. So those three milestones are the key deliverables on that journey to my program promise, which is to sign the five new clients. So what I'm going to encourage you to do, if you haven't already, is grab a notepad, grab a pen and start thinking about what is the transformation that you want to create and what are the key milestones on that journey to creating that transformation? What would your learner, what would your client need to do? So this works, whether it's an online course, you know, a digital only online course that you want to build or a group coaching program that you want to deliver live. It's the same principle to build it. You start from the end and then you work back and and you consider all of those different learning journeys, all of those different milestones that your client would need to go on. I hope this is making sense, guys, and I hope that you still can't hear my husband doing the car. So let's carry on. After you've identified those key milestones, the next thing you want to do is you want to break those milestones down into modules and lessons. Okay, you need to think about how those things are going to be delivered as a framework, as a learning framework. So, for example, I gave you three milestones for my group coaching program but they break down into much more detailed areas of learning. So take the milestone of uh, my learners have to know how to convert sales. Well, that breaks down into they need to learn how to do great sales calls. They need to know how to write a great email sequence. They need to know how to sell live on a webinar and they need to know how to sell in the DMs. Now, One person doesn't necessarily need to know all of those four things because uh, they might have, you know, a business model that doesn't require all of those four things. But within my group coaching program, I give them resources and videos and worksheets to help them to learn all of those things. So that is me building modules and lessons around the topics that would deliver the learning milestone of being able to convert sales calls. Okay. So whatever your milestone is, start thinking about in order to deliver that big milestone, how would that break down into smaller bite-sized chunks? And I believe, and this is just my opinion, that the optimum length of time for you to create learning videos is around 10 minutes. Uh, It used to be longer, but, you know, as you know, I've run a training company for five years, so I've seen this number change. But I believe it's around 10 minutes, and that's because of our uh, level of attention span, the fact that we are always busy, uh, the fact that there is always something on our to-do list. 10 minutes is short enough for your learner to see that in your learning platform and to think, do you know what? I can find 10 minutes. I really, that that topic, I really need to learn that. I'm going to do it. Whereas if that video was an hour long, they would feel that that was quite heavy on them. That was quite a weight on their diary, on their time commitment. And they would, I'm not saying that they would avoid doing it, but they would think, well, I need to be intentional about that hour. I need to put that in my diary. And then there's always the risk that, of course, they're not going to make that time. Whereas 10 minutes is short enough for somebody to think, yep, I'm going to grab a coffee, grab my notepad. I'm going to dive into that 10 minute video because I really want to get the learning outcome that it promises. So yeah, I believe that the uh, the ideal period of time for a learning video is 10 minutes. So let's get back to your milestones and your modules and lessons. For each of the milestones that you write down on your notepad, 
try to draw like a little spidergram, you know, a little mind map of all of the other things that fit within that learning milestone. Things around your course or your program, things around the outcome that you want your ideal client to, to get as a result of buying into your program. Think about all those little things that make a difference, the things that are going to give extra confidence to your learner, the things that are going to make them really feel equipped and enabled to go out there and implement this. Yeah, they need to feel that they haven't just learnt from you, either in a live class or from an online video. They haven't just learnt the the reason, the skill, the theory, the, you know, why it's important. They haven't just learnt that. They need to feel confident to go out and apply this in practice. So let me give you a little recap. We've talked about start with the end in mind. We've talked about design what the transformation outcome looks like, what the result will be. We've then talked about milestones, working from the back, working from the end to the front of the program so that you really deliver your transformation in a natural journey. We've then talked about breaking those milestones into smaller bite-sized learning goals, into modules and lessons. And now I'm going to encourage you to really think about the learning style of the people that you're going to have inside your program. There's a thing in the training world called a VAC, V-A-K, and that helps you to really think about the different learning styles that people have. V stands for visual, A for auditory, and K for kinesthetic. Now, if you're a visual learner, then it means that you learn best by looking at things. If you're an auditory learner, it means that you learn best by hearing things. And if you're a kinesthetic learner, it means that you learn best by getting hands-on, by rolling your sleeves up and implementing, even if that means making a few mistakes. You like the practical work. So VAK helps you to really think about Have I got things within my program, within my online course that plays to the strengths for V, A and K that allows each kind of learner to get the learning experience that they want? Because if they don't have the learning experience that they enjoy and that they thrive on, the danger is that they aren't going to do the learning. And one of the biggest hindrances to you building a profitable and scalable transformational program is your completion rate because people won't get the transformation if they don't get the end of the program. If they don't get to the end of the course, if they don't get to the last module, if they don't implement all the steps, they're not going to get the result that you promised them. Therefore, the return on investment won't be there. You won't get your testimonials and you will not then be able to scale your program. So it is really important that you think about completion rates and to get good completion rates, you need to think about VA and K styles. Again, you need to think about the length and duration of your videos. You need to think about attention spans and enjoyment levels. People need to enjoy this experience of being on your program. So think about VA and K. How can you bring in slides, videos, infographics for your visual learners? Things like videos, live lessons, affirmations. It could be podcast episodes or, you know, audio files for the people that like to listen. And how can you give the kinesthetic people what they like, which is activities, implementation, you know, action goals. How can you get them really involved knowing that, you know, that they like to be hands on? So really have a think about the A and K and how you can bring that into your program. The final point I'm going to get you to think about is check-in points and accountability. 
So just as I was referring to earlier about completion rates, you need to remember that some people aren't going to get to the end without your help. Some people need accountability. There's nothing wrong with that. Everybody's different. If you have a learner that needs accountability, then you need to be able to show up to deliver that accountability or build in some systems and some processes that help them to feel accountable. So it might be that they feel accountable to you as the group leader, but also you want them to feel accountable to the other people within your group, within the learning experience, if it's a live delivery. But number one, you want them to feel accountable to themselves. You want them to make commitments and promises to themselves so that they then can hold themselves accountable. Because I don't know about you, I love the idea of training my clients and equipping my clients so that they don't need me again in the future. I don't want my clients to feel that they always have to come to me and ask me because that's not the type of coach I am. I want to lead from the back. I want to push them forward. I want to give them confidence so that they feel like they can leave my program really, really equipped. Now, the good news is that using that as a, as a guide for the way that I deliver my work, it does mean that because clients feel so empowered, they naturally come back and say, Rachel, what else can I do with you? You know, I feel that I can really go off and implement this now, but you know, what's the next program? So I am always designing programs. I've got so many programs in my mind that I want to design and create for you. Um, and that only comes from you guys asking me, you know, what course have you got that will deliver me this or that? And, you know, you bring me the ideas and then I go off and I design them for you, which I love to do. So yeah, the final thing for me to really get you thinking about is how can you create check-in points and accountability that enables your clients, your learners to complete the program? Because that really is a very important factor. And no matter what platform you're using, whether you're a Kajabi, Kartra, MemberVault, Newzenla, there's all sorts, Thinkific, Teachable, there's so many out there. Whichever platform you are on, I'm pretty confident that they all will allow you to track completion rates. And you absolutely should be checking that data. You should be looking at where the drop-off point is, if there is one. How many minutes of the videos are people watching? How many of the modules and lessons have people accessed and closed? How many of the quizzes, the surveys, how many of the questions have been answered? Yeah, so really do go and find that data and analyse it. And make sure that you're constantly looking to improve your program to get greater accountability and greater completion rates. So some of the things that you might want to think about, you can create accountability in Facebook groups. You can create accountability through gamification with quizzes and uh, surveys within your learning platform. One thing that's been working really well for my group coaching accelerator is we've got a Facebook messenger group um, and that works really, really well because I drop in there in the morning and say, morning girls, what are we all doing today? This is what I've got on today. How can you show up for yourself today? How can you implement your goals today? Um, and it really works well because um, I know that they appreciate that tiny little kind kick up the backside. <laughs> it's always done with love, of course. So uh, yeah, messenger groups can be really good. And um, we've also got a Google sheet that we use where we set our intentions each week. And then when we log into our uh, live sessions, 
we all go back to those intentions and we talk about whether or not we've met those goals, whether or not we're pleased with our progress. And we try to make sure that we kick off the session sharing something really, really positive to set the energy in the right place from the get-go. So there's five questions for you that I believe that you need to answer if you are trying to build a transformational program. If you are in the design stages or maybe you've already got a program and you want to review it and audit it and improve it for next year, here are the five questions again, just so that you have them very, very clear. What do you want your ideal client to achieve was question number one. Question number two, what are the key milestones on that journey? Question number three, how do those milestones break down into modules and lessons? Question number four, have you catered for all of the different learning styles? And question number five, have you built in natural check-in points and accountability and support for your clients? So those are the key five questions that you need to answer when you're in the design stages for building your transformational program. I'm just going to give you a final word of caution. You need to think about boundaries. If you want your program to be scalable, repeatable, profitable for the long term, then make sure that you consider boundaries. Don't put in so much accountability and support that you feel like you are constantly needing to check in with people because ultimately the result that they get is their result not your result. You cannot want their result more than they do. If they don't want it badly enough, that indicates, you know, a lack of commitment on their part. And that is not a reflection on you. So just a little note of caution there. I've been there where I've I've absolutely wanted somebody to get the result that I know that they wanted, but they just weren't prepared to put in the work. And it took me a while to realise that wasn't my fault. Um, and I felt terrible for a while because I could see that they weren't getting what they what they needed. But it, I realised in the end, it had nothing to do with me. And my own coach helped me to, to really get comfortable with that. And I want to pass on that message to you. Create those boundaries. Don't take on their BS. Don't take on the fact that they aren't doing the work as your problem. Because that does not mean that you're a bad teacher, coach, trainer, mentor, whatever you are. It doesn't make you bad at your job. Okay, um, so that's it for me today, I think. I'm just looking at the couple of notes that I've made. I've pretty much ticked off all of my milestones for this episode. In fact, if you have enjoyed it, would you please drop me a DM on uh, on Instagram? I'd love to hear from you. I mean, those of you that have already contacted me about the podcast, you know, I want to just send big love to you because I really, really appreciate that. You know that I was nervous about starting this podcast and I feel like I'm in my groove now with it. Um, I'm enjoying it. I love sharing my knowledge with you all, but um, it means the world to me when you reach out and tell me what you've implemented from the things that you've learned here. And uh, yeah, please do reach out to me on Instagram because I would love to hear from you. So that's it for today. I hope that you've enjoyed this episode. If growing your business is a big priority right now and you'd like to get my feedback on how you could move forward with bigger and faster success, then take part in my free personal assessment. It's called Next Best Opportunity and I get back to you within three days of you answering 20 questions about your business and goals and I give you my tailored feedback. If that sounds like something that you would like to do, then just click the link below in the show 
show notes or head over to my Instagram and have a chat with me in the DMs over there. 